Hello and welcome everybody to the Uninformed Gamers Podcast. You're hearing a unfamiliar voice bringing you into the mix today. It is Rad Dreams from Rad Dreams Review, and I have the distinct pleasure to introduce our two other hosts for this episode. We've got Chris, I, Camille, and I, and we also have Devin, Darkness Tiger. But let's shift it to Chris so he can introduce uh, himself to you guys for today's episode. Take it away. Ayo, yeah. Thanks for that intro, my good friend. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Chameleon here. Um, it's good to be back for another week. Um, really excited to talk with you guys about some stuff. What's going on with you, Deb? Oh, well, I'm glad to be here. Mason, you did a good job. That was off the cuff. But Thank you. you. To, you're welcome. You have to remember, we don't write those down. We just kind of jump in <laughs> head first. And sometimes Chris forgets to fill the pool. And we hit our head and the viewers do not know. Um, We actually got another, we got another uh, review. Oh, very nice. Yes. What did did they say? This one I was actually kind of uh, weirded out by. Um, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, no, no. Um, They said that we we sound very knowledgeable and informed. (laughs) (laughs) We are knowledgeable. We are not. We're not knowledgeable. We are pretty uninformed, but um, they said that the podcast sounds great. It's comical. We know what we're talking about, and it's actually a really good, easy listen. Oh, good. That's good to hear. Yeah, that is good to hear. I actually, uh, one of my friends, um, <clears throat> he started listening to the podcast, and he said, dude, the like the sound difference from your first episode to your most <laughs> your most current ones is insane. <laughs> so I'm glad the uh, the mic changes and the software changes we did actually had a genuine uh, like a genuine effect. Yeah. I think there is a house on fire by me. That is interesting. Uh-oh. Uh, do <laughs> um Chris is sitting in his like kitchen or dining room during this episode, and it's just on fire. It's just like, oh, this is fine. Luckily, it's like two houses over. It looks like their garage. Like, I see a lot of smoke. Jesus, I I hope they're okay. I hope so as well. Well, I hope Um, they didn't get my new mixtape over there. That might explain why. All those hot, those hot lines. <laughs> Some hot beats uh, in person. Well, I was going to say, that would have been one hell of a lead-in to like a different story, but there was no lead-in, everybody. Chris's neighbor's house might actually be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Doing absolutely nothing. Um, but no, uh, what have you guys been playing? Because I, I just got back oh to Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. What have you guys been playing? What's been your go-to games this week? I can go first. Um, so I actually hopped back into Fallout 76. Oh, nice. Um, so I haven't played that game since release. And I've got to say, it's a night and day different type of game. Like It looks like they really dedicated some time and some QA to the game. And a lot of my gripes with the game are gone. There, there's definitely still some bugs that you'll mm-hmm. run into. Like I was like, I was walking next to this building and just walked up the building. I was like, what the hell? But like, for the most part, I've been having a sound experience with my friends. Um, and I do recommend to play the game. I think it's actually worth the play. And then 
On top of that, I've also been playing uh, Dragon Quest XI uh, Definitive Edition. Um, Very nice. And that game is absolutely amazing. I am yeah, really loving like it. Dragon Quest. Yes. I also highly recommend that if you are a fan of JRPGs. Hmm. Um, but that's mostly what I've been playing. What about you two? Mason, what you got? Well, um, I actually have a older game that I've just started uh, playing. And this is the first time I've been uh, playing through this one. Uh, I started off with the third installment of this franchise. And now I'm going back to its original release. And the game I'm referring to, speaking of JRPGs, is Breath of Fire. It is a uh, role-playing game. Uh, originally developed by Capcom for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and it was initially released in Japan in 1993. So when this game first came out, I was three years old, (laughs) so I couldn't have obviously played it uh, during its release, but I started playing the third installment of this game for the PlayStation 1 in 1997, and it's one of my all-time favorite JRPG games. Uh, I highly recommend uh, picking it up, at least playing the third one first. Uh, You don't necessarily have to play the first two because the stories don't kind of go in chronological order. It's kind of like Final Fantasy in a way where you don't need to play every single one to know what's going on. But it's a turn-based JRPG. Um, you know, it's a dungeon crawler, you know, you, you hack up monsters, get that EXP, get the gear, you know... It's pretty standard in terms of a uh, RPG, and the company who published it, uh, and well, actually developed it was uh, SquareSoft. Which, for those of oh. you who don't oh. know, SquareSoft was the original uh, Square Enix. So that's uh, kind of a fun fact for for everybody if you didn't know. And then the next game, I'm still playing through Pokemon Platinum on the 3DS. I finally leveled up all my guys to level 60. So I am about to face the Elite Four. And I plan on going live with that on my Twitch channel. So stay tuned for that. And then the final game that I'm playing through is I hop back into Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, so my question to you is, going back to the first game, the, the JRPG, uh-huh. what, made, what made you decide to go back to a game that came out when you were three and that I wasn't even alive yet? Mm-hmm. Well, what really drew me to it was I'm a huge fan, like I said, of the third game. It's one of my first RPGs I've ever played, and I wanted to see what the original game was like. And I, I was just thinking about it over the weekend, and I'm like, you know what? It's on the virtual console on the Switch. I downloaded it for free. So I'm like, I've got no excuse not to play this game. So I want to see what it, what it was like in the beginning. And so that's kind of what drew me to it. No, no, that's that's very fair. I'm glad you're able to go back. Which console is, or is it PC? Is that a console? It, uh, well, it, I downloaded the, it's the virtual console for the Super Nintendo on the Nintendo Switch. You're wow. able to you're able to download the SNES and the NES uh, virtually, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I was looking for it on the uh, no physical version of the SNES, but I was uh, having a hard time with that. So, 
luckily I stumbled across this. Oh, well, that's very fair. See, mm-hmm. I, uh, since I've gotten the Xbox Series X, I've been kind of... Um, one of the things I didn't realize is I got it set up um, two days ago. One of the things I did not... Well, I don't know why I didn't realize this. It's probably because I'm stupid. But I... I started the Xbox Series X, and I have to say, uh, after playing it for a couple hours, I will say the Xbox Series X is one hell of a game changer. Oh, I bet. Beast. It's, it truly is a beast. Uh, I was able to set up the entire thing on my phone. I'm able to do everything from my phone when I'm away from it. I'm able to download all the games. I The waiting time, as Chris mentioned previously when he did his uh, review of it, it's virtually non-existent. I, I, I don't even have time to check my phone anymore. Or <laughs> in between loading screens, yeah. Yeah, I don't have I don't have time to um, check out the map of the United States and guess the distance between cities. Um, I just there's no more free time, and mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, but one of the things that I forgot was that I actually had to down, and I'm I'm like so uh, attached to the glitz and the glam of a new console that I forgot that I still had to download games to it. <laughs> oh boy! So I'm so I open it up, but I started up. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so great. This console is, it, it it's really not that much of a difference between the layout from the Xbox One to the Xbox Series X. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of very same, but it's familiar because I got an opportunity to hop right in, go ahead, start utilizing it instantly. Um, it's much more fluid, which I do appreciate. Um, but the first couple of games I downloaded, I downloaded Forza Horizon 4 because I had saw that they had like the Xbox Series X edition or whatever. So I wanted to compare that to the original Xbox One that I had. I downloaded um, uh, Star Wars Squadron because I was currently working my way through that. I downloaded, per Chris's suggestion, The Medium. I downloaded a new game mm-hmm. on Game Pass called Outriders, and we'll get to that in a moment. Nice. And- and then I downloaded Civilization Six, which Ooh. seems like yeah, which seems like a really random game for me to download. But I think the reasoning for the Civilization game is because if I'm not like in the mood to like go through a story mode, just hop in here and play a couple of rounds of this and that, and just continue on. Uh, but going back to Outriders, do you, have you guys do you know what Outriders is, or have you played Outriders yet? I only discovered what Outriders was today because you told me about it, and then I, I then I watched the uh, I watched like a trailer for it. But that that's pretty much my my knowledge about it. I am very unaware of like a lot of aspects about it. So you guys will be the experts on this. I don't know about experts, but Chris, have you played Outriders yet? I have. Um, yeah, it's 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 a really cool game. Um, it, it really is like a mixture, and I was telling a friend, or I was telling you guys, it's like a mixture between Anthem, Destiny, and all of those different type of loot games. But I feel like it's in a better story with characters you care about just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I started playing it, and I will say, because I let I do the leveling system where it levels up the difficulty as I progress. And I will say, I have not, uh, I have died a few times, which is oh, unreal. Yeah. Which is rare for me. Oh yeah, the first like side quest boss busted me up. Like it's the one like uh, when you get out in the world, then you yeah. see like how the world is. There's mm-hmm. this side quest up on this hill, and oh my god, that boy was busted. 
I was just yeah. like, oh, so fire's actually shattered in this game. Okay, good to know. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, the big the big dude you see at the beginning. Yes. So no, how- no. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. See, I had absolutely uh, who who which uh, because uh, Mason, when you're playing this game, mm-hmm. um, you're you start off as just a normal human. You're known as an out an outrider, which is basically like the superior mercenaries. And your mercenary, your outrider, gets these special abilities in which he can utilize to help him in combat. I saw the four. Um, believe like one was like the typical brute, one was pyro, one was assassin, and the other one was Chris. You remember what the other, the third, the last one was? Uh, the it's like a support. Is that is that? Yeah, the it's one? kind of like a support role, and I just didn't think that was that interesting. I, um, that's what I picked. <laughs> okay, well. I chose Pyro. Um, and so I chose Pyro and I'm playing the game. And I have to say, the shooting mechanics of this game were actually legit, legitimately good. Yes, I agree. Well, that's so, good. like, it, think of like, uh, Mason, did you ever play Gears of War? Oh, Chris. Of course. Please. <laughs> All right. So All think right. of hold, like. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold, hold, hold on. How do, you not, how do you not remember me playing Gears? I'm asking for our listeners here, friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, so I gotta say this before we continue with Outriders. <laughs> De- Devin, you don't. I don't know if you know this story, and obviously our listeners don't know this. Chris should know this. So for those <laughs> for those listeners who don't know, Chris is a phenomenal Gears of War video game player so much so that like he's mlg status with that 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 game you know major league gaming right so (laughs) (laughs) me and my buddies decide you know oh you can't be that bad like you can't be that good so we were hanging out at my dad's house and i think we were in the basement or something and it was me and two or three other guys plus chris and we all decided to fight chris and gears to see if we could beat him and he just <laughs> he just wiped the floor with us like there was no contest so i was just like jesus chris what the, what the hell yeah i used to play a lot of gears of war like yeah. a, an incredible amounts of gears of war it was yeah. my favorite game and it is still one of my favorite franchises um, but yeah you went to mlg playing uh team for gears of war yes yes i did that's that's how good he is, folks. Yeah, uh, Chris is this? Chris is the truth. <laughs> yeah, I think my first event I got semi pro, which was cool. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was it was it was fun to go to events and stuff. It was it was really fun. No, but but yeah, going back to Outriders, yeah, I, I did play Gears. I played uh, one, two, and three. Um, so, so you're saying the gameplay is very similar to that? Yes. Yeah, so. The creators of Outriders, I think it's this people we people that can fly. Um, that's one of the the development teams. Um, so they created the game and it was published by Square Enix. But oh, um, okay, people that can fly actually co-developed the original Gears of War game with Epic Games, and then mm. they also created uh, Gears of War Judgment. Now I hated Gears of War Judgment. I think it was what was that? Most people it was did. absolutely terrible. Um, it was, was that a some, console game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was. It was a prequel. I was what? Yeah, it was a yeah. prequel that came after three, and it starred um, Baird. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, odd. It was. It was 
It was bad. It was a yeah. really bad game. But they so they took Gears of War's like cover system and the way the characters move and stuff, they put it in Outriders. And then at the same time, they took, you know, like the um the uh character web in Diablo. I don't know what it's called. Um, you know how you can like select your abilities and you can yeah. Mm-hmm. They they took that system from Diablo. Then, like, they have, like, all the guns and abilities from, like, Destiny or Anthem. And it is actually a fantastic mesh of, like, games. Like, it's like, it actually feels like a finished product for once. And that's, like... <laughs> that's good. That's, like, a, like a, a tough thing to happen that's for a games-as-a-service game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It never happens. Now, I will say they've been having some um, server problems. Okay, um, that's what I was going to ask you, Chris, because I was, um, I was, I got through the little store, the first part of it, and I'm like, all right, let's time to start collecting some. <laughs> so I went into the garage, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to be able to join up with somebody. I'll just play mm-hmm. with randoms. I don't, I don't have a mic yet for my Xbox Series X. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. I just play with them some randoms. I'll, I just won't talk. I'll just be the third party. I hop in. I start the matchmaking. I never found another group of people to play with. Yeah, yeah. the 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 server is is messed up. So hmm. you have to think of it this way. So this game is on every platform, I believe, except for the Switch. So all the 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 PS PS fours, Xbox three. I mean Xbox One. Um, Xbox Series X, S, PlayStation yes. 5s, and PC. NPC. Plus, this game is free on Game Pass. That's so, awesome. Yes. Game Pass, again, is showing up <laughs> strong. Now, it's for some reason not free for the PC version of Outriders, but it is free for the like Xbox version. And oh my God, because I believe the last numbers run for Game Pass's numbers was about, oh, um, ooh, it was about um, 18 million subscribers. Oh, wow. I swear to God, every single one of them downloaded the game. <laughs> and it, you can tell because the servers were, they were fucked up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but... They turned off the crossplay from console to PC, and it seems to be working fine. I mean, so you can't if if you're on PC, you can't play with console if you're and vice versa, whatever. Um, but you can play with crossplay with other people on the platform mm-hmm. that you're playing on. So console players that's can really play cool. Other console players. So if you got it on PlayStation four or five, I'd mm-hmm. be able to play with you on my Xbox. So so it's almost like. Uh... Fortnite, right? They do that too. They do crossplay, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. But I think um, they do. yeah, it's like I haven't gotten very far. Like I will mm-hmm. say, like I was, I was pretty busy yesterday. I only got to like level like four, but it was a, it was a fun experience. It was challenging, mm-hmm. and I'm really mm-hmm. excited for the loot system. Very yeah, the loot, loot is always exciting whenever it's in any sort of game. I, that's one of the things that draws me to a lot of games is like the loot aspect. Yes. One thing I'd love about like destiny is uh, just the loot. Yes, absolutely. Destiny. Destiny has a really good thing about the loot and the way the guns shoot. 
Like, mm-hmm. They're very satisfying. Whoever the gun mechanics are in their game, the developers, they're doing a fantastic job. And I've got to say, these Outriders guys, they also did a really good job with these guns. Like, yeah. I kid you not, the shotgun feels like the Nasher from <laughs> Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, because I, I, have, I have not yet utilized the shotgun. I'm more of an assault rifle and sniper type of person. Yeah. But the sniper, I, I am a big fan of the sniper. But here was my dilemma. When I first started playing the sniper rifle that I was using, it, it like it zoomed in, but it didn't have a scope. Mm-hmm. It didn't have like even an indicator marker. I had that same gun, I swear. Huh. I thought, I was just like, oh man, I hope this is not about to be this game going forward. I will quit now. <laughs> uh, but luckily it was it was just that one gun because each sniper rifle has a different scope. Yes. It's uh it's it's random rolls on the weapon what what you're gonna get. So like yeah. if you and your buddy are playing through, because I do have experience with playing with someone else, um, if you and your friend are playing through you get one drop, they get something totally different. Um, mm. If something if something drops on the map, it's there for everyone mm-hmm. to pick up, which is nice. I hate when games like, oh, it only drops for this person. No, it drops for everybody. It's just random what it might be, unless it's like a, a resource or material of some sort. Um, but yeah, I I am I am happy with this game so far, and. I have a feeling I'm going to waste a lot of time in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the same way because generally these are not really these are generally not my type of games. Had this not been on Game Pass, I would not have bought it. Correct. I, I never got into Destiny. I we we you and I we did an episode on Anthem. It was mm-hmm. fun, but it left a lot to be desired, and now yes. it's uh, dead. But I don't feel that sense of uh, I don't feel that same thing with Outriders. I feel like. This is the start of something that could be amazing. Special, um, really special. It, it definitely, I, I definitely start seeing kind of repetitiveness or a little bit of repetitiveness into this, because I'm I'm starting to notice like okay, a lot of the maps are exactly the same, and a lot of the um, uh, mm-hmm. objectives virtually are the same. But I do like when there's like a cutscene and it's kind of like light humor. I, yeah. I do I do appreciate that. How do you mm-hmm. feel about the power abilities? Because I chose the pyromancer, mm-hmm. and I think it's been fine, but if I could go back and change, I probably would. Um, so far, I've got one really good ability that I love. It's like a turret I throw out, and it shoots ice, and it freezes oh, enemies. Oh, that oh that's really awesome. cool. <laughs> and then I also have these, like, rockets. And the rockets are cool because when I lay it down, it lays down right in front of me or next to me if I'm on a wall. And what it does is it it shoots like all these rockets off and each of them does a certain amount of damage. If a boss is um, casting an ability and I shoot that, it will interrupt their ability. So I have to like always try and use it sparingly when I'm in a boss fight. That's that's really cool. That's it's, it's, it's really good. Now with uh, with Outriders, is, is there like raiding or is there like dungeons? Like do do like co op? Uh, can you like co-op uh, a boss? Yeah, so there's co-oping of bosses. I don't know what the end game is. I haven't okay. looked it up. I'm hoping there's some raid-like content, or mm-hmm. um, but I haven't fully looked into it. But it is something that I am also genuinely curious about because it feels more like it has that like um, that Diablo like replayability yeah. type of thing going on. It feels like that to me, currently. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, 
Oh, sorry. Speaking, go ahead, Devin. Speaking of replayability, that's the one of the other things that I thoroughly enjoy. Once you do a side mission, you can actually go back to it to um, fight through it again and also get new kinds of loot and also get the experience. Yes. So it is, it, it is nice being able to like go back and redo the mission because you already know what to expect. Uh, yes. Chris, I will give you a warning, however. Uh, you're about to... You are about to face a, 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 an enemy that you're going to throw the controller. <laughs> dude, I almost threw it with 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 the the guy at the beginning of the game. He, dude, like as my character, I was I'm so squishy. Like yeah. <laughs> I take basically no damage and go down. Now, mind you, every time I shoot someone, I'm healing. But yep. like, I see why because like I literally do. Like when that when that first side quest boss started. I was like, oh my God, there's like six people in this room. There's yep. him. Yep. When he summoned that fire tornado on me, I was like, what is this? I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. It was well, really bad. You know, I, I, my character is the pyromancer, and I have obviously three abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, the first big, like I can send like a wall of fire towards you that it can go oh, through, it can cool. go through walls and everything. Yeah. So that's been legit. The next one is I can like, I guess I light you on fire and then take the health away from you. Okay. So I've been utilizing that when I'm in cover. So like somebody's behind cover, all of my abilities I can actually use, use even if they're behind the wall. So okay. then, so then that's my the second one, which I've used a lot because like I'm yeah. taking a lot of damage. So I'm getting a lot of health back, as you said. The third one is pretty cool. It like you use this ability and then it like, it's like fire that travels through the ground and it pops up from underneath the enemy, and it holds them in spot. And then so it holds them there and lights them on fire. And if you can kill them before the fire is out, they'll turn into their own bomb. That's awesome. That's a really, really cool ability. Oh, believe me, it's coming handy. Because as you saw with five different people in uh, one spot. Yeah, it's... I'm, like, really, like... I'm really looking forward to whatever they bring with this game. If there's DLCs, I'm... Like if I'm having a good time, of course, buying them. Um, I would love to see more classes as well. Um, my biggest knock, like for for Destiny as an example, Destiny has had those same classes since Destiny One, and they yes. never they never like tried to like get creative and really mm-hmm. go outside of it. And like, sure, these classes have subclasses and it changes them dr- uh, drastically, but. I always felt like there there's more potential than than the few that there were in Destiny, and so I hope Outriders doesn't do that same thing, mm-hmm. and they really try and get creative and get some really cool classes going. That's uh, that's one of my biggest complaints about um, Hearthstone, the card, mm-hmm. the digital card game, yeah. and w- one of the big reasons why I, I quit uh, a couple years ago. Not only do cards fall out of rotation so quickly uh there's not a lot of variety in terms of the he- the heroes or the classes that you can play as you know to function uh in competitive so they only have i believe it's like six classes or so and there's so many in in the realm of uh, world of warcraft that you right. can you know play as so it's, it's just a huge bummer that there wasn't a lot of variety in hearthstone and hopefully outriders you know gives you more variety yeah absolutely absolutely so far i'm a fan i'm not ready yet to do a review on it because i have not played the yeah. co-op yet right for sure 
And so uh, maybe on the next podcast episode, we will do an Outriders review. But I will say that if you have Game Pass, it is on uh, Game Pass for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is definitely worth the price of admission. Uh, however, I will say that if I did not have Game Pass, I probably would not have bought it. And now that I've played it, I'm still not sure if I would have bought it or not. I like <laughs> it. I like yeah. it. But with games now costing up to 70 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I really would need to see more of like what the expectation for this game is going to be before I would be willing to drop that kind of money on it. That's sure. definitely fair. So for yeah, sure. we'll, we'll do a review of uh, Outriders next week. Um, but let's go ahead and change gears a little bit, and let's go ahead and talk about film. Yeah, recently there's a have, couple things in in the uh, film world in terms are. of news. What was what was your what was your story that you what was the story that you most enjoyed or appreciated in the, in the movie realm. All right. So the, <laughs> you guys might think I'm a little lame for this and maybe our viewers will too, but we'll see. I was actually really, ex- I was excited. All right. I was so excited to see the brand new trailer for space jam. Oh yeah. I was excited too. Like, no, that was I, awesome. I know that might sound a little lame, but I'm I'm a I was a huge fan of the original film. Same. You know, I, I first watched it when I was a young kid, loved it, still love it as an adult, and just seeing that a sequel is being made with uh, LeBron James, uh, kind of filling the role of uh, Michael Jordan is just really fun to me. Um, it, like. I don't know if you guys have seen other movies that LeBron James has been in, but he's actually not a terrible actor, surprisingly. Um, So I think he will do well in the movie and the trailer itself is just so fun. It's like high energy and there's just a lot of Easter eggs in the trailer that just kind of showcase a bunch of Warner brother products. Uh, So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that, that was one of the things I was actually most excited about in the film world was that new trailer. Yeah, the nostalgia there for me is also pretty high because I just remember really watching the original as a kid. And mm-hmm. there was the the basketball god that is Michael Jordan. As yeah, the, oh, yeah. As the head of that that movie. And then now we have a new god <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is now the head. It just it just makes sense to for. Oh yeah, for him to be the the next head of this movie. And yeah, because like there was rumors that Blake Griffin was gonna be the star, but then they were they shifted to no, let's make it LeBron. Yeah, that would have been silly. Like no, nothing against Blake Griffin. He's, no, he's no, not at all. Like he's a, he's a great player. athlete, but LeBron's better. Just right, flat <laughs> out. Like like it, like it's like one of those things where like. You're just like, yeah, I'm a professional athlete and I'm mm-hmm. good, but I'm not LeBron. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, it's uh it's it's definitely one of those things I I can't wait till it comes out and I hope that it releases like the like dual thing where it's like in theaters and in home at the same time because mm-hmm. I really want to watch it. Oh, I do too. I didn't see the trailer in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, okay, really cool. it's okay, Devin. I'm I'm like this. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the original Space Jam, and I I am a stan of that one. And just to see like a reboot, I'm like, uh. so I'm going to still watch it, depending on mm-hmm. how 
is depending on the medium in which I can get it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going out of my way to watch it, if that makes sense. I feel that. Um, one of the other big um, – something that we – there's there's two things that kind of caught my attention. One of which came out – or one of which was announced or did a trailer for a, a while back. We never talked about it. Uh, the other one is kind of an update. So mm-hmm. the, one, the one that was a little bit a while back, we never got an opportunity to talk about it, was the live-action Cruella DeVille starring – Ooh, yes. I'm so excited about that, actually. I cannot wait. I think Cruella DeVille is one of those villains who can command the screen everywhere she walks in. And when I saw that it was going to be Emma Stone doing the part, I was a little bit hesitant. Were you? Uh, Why the hesitation? Because I see Emma Stone as this innocent. She's comical. Mm -hmm. I I don't see her in that kind of devious role. I see her from the role in which she did La La Land. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you in that um, assertion because I don't want to go so far to say Emma Stone's been typecasted, but uh, mm. she is known for doing, like you said, comedic roles. And then she kind of stepped outside of her zone a little bit with La La Land because that was a kind of a dramatic role for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. But she, she pulled that off Im- impeccably and... I, I do think that she does have the acting ch- chops to give uh, Corella Deville justice, and based on the trailer, it really cemented that belief in in my mind that whole, yeah, she's she's gonna knock this out. I, I I truly think that she is because the trailer she really proved the point she was trying to make with the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this must be like because people are comparing it to the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I was and, just about to say that, um, sh- and she was quoted uh, saying that uh, she would be like honored to be compared to Joaquin, but she wants to assure people that Corella Deville is going to be nothing like the Joker film. Yes. And I, I, I do hope that they turn the Corella uh, Deville. I hope that I hope people will see it for one. If it's not mm-hmm. going to be on Disney Plus and they release it in the theaters, hope people actually see it. And if it's good, I hope it gets a sequel because I believe that Corella Deville, as a character herself, is very dynamic. Yes, she literally hunts puppies. Yeah, like she's a she's a very rich character, even though she's a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not seen this trailer, so this is gonna be one where I'm like, yeah, yeah, this sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you get the chance, uh, Chris, I highly recommend watching it because it's a good trailer. Sweet, yeah, I'll check. I'll definitely check that out after. While you're checking out trailers, if you haven't done so, uh, check out the new Suicide Squad trailers with Idris Elba. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I don't. I no matter how much hate DC gets. Every time there's a new trailer, I get so excited. Even oh, yeah. if the Suicide Squad was terrible. And it was. It was it, it pretty god-awful. So I, I hope this uh, next one will be better. I mean, the trailer gives me hope. The trailer does give me hope. With the, I think that there's – I think every movie they get just a little bit better, and that's mm-hmm. why I it. Yeah. Um, but before we talk about the elephant in the room or the gorilla in the room <laughs> or the lizard in the room – Netflix just made a major acquisition. Oh. Ooh. Do you guys remember a Daniel Craig film called Knives Out? 
Yes, I did see that they purchased the rights to the sequel for over $400 million. Like, that's insane. $450 million to have the exclusive rights to the sequels. It was a really good movie. It's a solid film. Did you guys see it? Yeah. 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 I've watched it like three times. Yeah, it's a great movie. Love it. It, like, I was, like, watching it. I was like, no way she, wait a minute, she (laughs) did. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Wow! And like it was just like one of those movies that I was just like, "This is really good." And it, I believe it's it. It came out what last year? Yeah, it um, came out last. I uh, believe last year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I just think it came out two years ago because remember last okay. year was the pandemic with no movies. Well, like uh, so I remember, it came, in, it came out in 2019. Yeah. Okay. I I I I like specifically remember like COVID has it started. And yeah. I was like, I needed something to do because I was like, I was like, I was kind of like bored. I was like, I can't do anything right now. So I was like, let me watch a movie. I don't, I don't usually watch a ton of movies, but let me watch a movie. And I saw it was free on Amazon. I was like, well, this was like getting really high reviews. Let me go check it mm-hmm. out. I was like, I was like, wow, this is actually a damn good film. Oh, like, hell yeah. yeah. The story was absolutely perfect. Like, oh, Absolutely. It hit on so many levels for me, and I'm not a big film guy, but like it just it just hit all the right tunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think that for me, I am such a Daniel Craig stan ever since the James Bond movies. Oh yeah, but you can't like you can't typecast him as James Bond only because he is he can he is a comedic actor at the same time. Yes. He did the um, the American version of the girl with the dragon tattoo, yep. and to have him as the character of LeBlanc with that southern, that incredibly thick southern accent, mm-hmm. <laughs> my dear, I just don't know where where it came from. And I, I just, I thought it was just so. It was, it was what I want out of a thriller movie. Yes, you're literally guessing all the way until the mm-hmm. end. And what I really liked about it as well was that it it almost paid homage to uh, the Clue movie. Yep. If if uh, I if you guys have seen the you know old school Clue movie, mm-hmm. like it, it really gave off that vibe of a you know the Who's Done It and. It, it just like you guys said, you know, had you guessing the whole time because I, I remember when I first watched Clue, I was just like, I have no idea how this is going to end. And then, <laughs> and depending on which version of Clue that you watch, there's different endings, um, yes. w- which is really cool. And there's a version out if you have it on like DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Uh, there's a version where you can watch all of the endings like back to back to back, and oh. then. And then um, I think the last one that plays is just like, and here's how it really ended. Wow. <laughs> oh. That's awesome, actually. I would, I would um, love to pick that up and watch that. Yeah, I, I have it at, at my house. And uh, my wife and I watch Clue uh, very fre- frequently because it's one of our favorite movies. And mm-hmm. when we saw Knives Out in theater, we were just like, oh, my gosh, this is this is phenomenal. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it too. And um, one of the other movies that came out around the same time ish that a lot of people did not see, but they turned they're turning into movies. It's um, going to be a trilogy, I believe. Was uh, Murder on the Orient Express? Oh, it, was that the um, like the train murder movie? Yep, the train murder movie with uh, where Johnny Depp is the gangster on the train. Yeah, I never watched it, but I, I did hear about it. 
it was it was another one of those you don't know what's going to happen until the end. Yeah. And um, at last November, they were supposed to release Death on a Nile, which was mm-hmm. the sequel with Gal Gadot. However, because of the pandemic, they had to push it back. Um, but I just I just saw real quick the Mortal just a quick news update. The <laughs> Mortal yes. Kombat movie has uh, been pushed back and delayed. Yeah, by one week, right? By a single week. (laughs) Which, I mean, like, who cares? Like, that's that's not not even, to me, that's not even news. Because, like, that doesn't even make me mad or sad. That just makes me be like, oh, okay, well, well, it'll be released in uh, an extra week. Who cares? Yeah, but um, did you I'm excited. I am so excited about that movie. Oh, my God. They're saying that one of the fight scenes is one of the most brutal fighting scenes on film good yes i'm in for sign, it sign me up it better be sub-zero better be, versus yeah. uh, i was just about to say it better be the scorpion versus sub-zero fight because uh <laughs> and, 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 oh that trailer was so good if that fight's not at least 40 minutes it was gonna the, the movie's gonna be trash ah. if, 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 <laughs> and sub-zero beat each other's ass for 40 minutes straight i don't need to watch this movie so, like, what I'm so excited about with that Mortal Kombat film is the actor who they cast to play Scorpion. Um, he, you you would know him from the last Samurai movie uh, starring Tom Cruise, but he plays uh, one of the Samurai in that movie, and he just does a really, really good job in that film, and I think he will definitely do scorpion justice not only does he look the part but he, he he's gonna he's gonna bring that character to life just just you wait yeah i i think that it's going to be i think with mortal kombat is going to be exactly what we all wanted it from it and i don't yes. ever, i don't say that with i don't say that with video games movie adaptations but I think this is going to be the one that's really going I think to change it, the page. I, I agree. I think this will finally, finally be the exception to the rule. I mean, granted, yes, Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't awesome. as bad as we <laughs> thought it was going to be. And it was actually a decent movie. And it would Hey, to be but, fair, Mason, it would have been worse if we didn't bully the studio. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if uh, yeah, fans didn't get them to uh, kind of change the design of Sonic, then who knows what would have happened. You know what's weird? I actually liked it to have those like human teeth. Oh god, <laughs> Dude, that, that was that was nightmare fuel. That's why I liked it. Is what that was. But uh, the sequel to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is actually being uh, developed right now at, by uh, Amazon Studios. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is in production. Um, Jim Carrey is going to re- be reprising his role as Dr. Robotnik. And I do mm-hmm. hear that he will be bald for yes. the, the film and he will have the trademark mustache. <laughs> All right. So look okay. forward to that. Now, let's go ahead and let's talk about the gigantic gorilla and lizard in the room. Yes, please. This, this past Friday, uh, one of the most... M- gigantic films of history was uh, released on HBO Max. It was Godzilla versus King Kong. And keep in mind, this is not a new original thing. They actually Mm-mm. did fight years and years ago, and there was a clear winner there. And they did fight this time, and boy, was this movie bananas. Oh, it, it, it was bananas and, and then some. All right, now... Overall, Mason, did you enjoy the film? Yes, I did, actually. As a movie goer, 
I, I've got a couple of different takes on this. So I've got two different ones. I have the movie goer take, which is like a normal audience member, uh, brain turned off, just kind of popcorn munching, you know. Yeah. And then my other take is from a critic's perspective. Yep. Um, so from a critic's, in, so from a, from a critic's perspective. What's that? I came from a critic's perspective on this one. So on this, uh, so in this, and Godzilla versus Kong, I came in it from a non-critic uh, perspective, and I just turned my brain off. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't look at it from that point of view. Um, so I kind of treated this film very similarly to The Expendables, uh, in which The Expendables has a terrible plot, terrible acting. <laughs> um, casting is decent, actually. Um, but overall, th the Expendables movie is a god-awful movie. But it's insanely entertaining and fun to watch, just yep. like with Godzilla versus Kong. The plot was garbage. Yep. The, the story was awful. The yeah. casting was something to be desired, in my opinion. Um, the acting, very terrible as well. But the saving grace of the film is that it had insane and awesome action sequences, as well mm -hmm. as phenomenal, phenomenal effects. And if you just go into this uh, from a non-critical perspective and just want to see some uh, giant monsters fight each other, uh, it is a phenomenal and just entertaining movie yeah so i a hundred percent agree with that and i say it like this if you can sit down mm -hmm. and turn your brain off and not think too much about what's <laughs> happening you're it's gonna great really, you're gonna enjoy the film it's like it's a lot of fun mm -hmm. the CGI, surprisingly the cgi effects that must be where all the money went oh yeah because if while, while watching i was very impressed with how they did king kong's fur yep uh it was very alive and mm -hmm. it was like flowing in the wind which was kind of cool yeah they, they just they did a really good job like you said with the cgi with with him as well as with uh other things in the in the film yeah overall i think that they focus so much on making sure godzilla and king kong look good that mm -hmm. they got to focus on their actors because yes. these are actors who we know can act you have uh millie bobby brown from stranger things mm -hmm. uh, you have um god what was that other guy's name skarsgård um, yeah uh anthony skarsgård right yeah, anthony skarsgård who plays uh it from it uh, you have all of these fantastic actors, but you give them nothing to work with. Mm -hmm. At one point, I'm just like, you know what? We can just cut out all of their scenes yeah. and we get the point. The best the best actor was the girl who was deaf. Yeah, I would agree. But, I, I, would, I would really agree with that, actually. I thought that she was fantastic. However, there was a scene... That did involve the deaf girl, and I'm not mm -hmm. going to do a spoiler. And the second, and you know exactly which scene I'm talking about, when she did that thing, and I was just like, this movie's the dumbest movie I've ever seen. What what scene are you, I'm trying to think what scene you're talking when, about. When um, it's, they're on the boat, and it's raining. 
Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. I'm like, I am officially taken out of this movie. Yeah, because just... it, it really suspends the the disbelief there. It, it, it did it for me, and I was just so like, I couldn't, after witnessing that, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, so that's how they're going to get us from point A to point B, huh? Yeah, and I really agree with what you said that they honestly could cut out all of the live action actors, you know, all the people in the movie and just focus on the monsters because they literally did not add anything to the plot or the lack thereof plot. Um, And this is like, this is not a spoiler by any means, um, but I can just tell the listeners here uh, very briefly what the lack thereof of a plot was. Uh, so essentially, like this company what was it Axio or something? Yeah, or Apex or something like or that. A- a- Apex, that's what it was. They they want to harness this power, which is towards like the center of the Earth, called like Hollow Earth, where um, these titans uh, reside. You know, Godzilla, King Kong, Chidora, um, Mothra, etc. And this power can uh fuel just whatever essentially um i think one of the characters has a throwaway line and she says that the power of hollow earth can basically power the entire city of las vegas for like an entire week or something like that and essentially apex wants to harness this create a super weapon to compete with godzilla and any other threats that you know rear their ugly head and that's essentially like the big plot hook. But even but even then, that 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 is the big plot hook. However, the main characters spend no time really thinking about that at all. No, not at Millie, all. Millie Bobby Brown is just kind of like put. And I really do appreciate her as an actress. But they mm. really gave her nothing to work with. It was just like go here and do this for a while, and then we'll send you back over here for yeah. a while. And Chris, you just recently watched um, uh, Godzilla: King of Monsters. What was your thought? Because um, you, you've seen Skull Island, you've seen Godzilla: King of Monsters. Skull Island is obviously a little bit more lighthearted than King of Monsters was. Yeah. What did you, what did you think about Ki- uh, King of Monsters, though? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good. It's 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 kind of the same uh, thing with uh, Godzilla versus Kong in terms of plot. Yeah, yeah. They that tunnels thing. Yeah, I, I remember that being in. Uh, Godzilla King of All Monsters. Um, I haven't, of course, haven't seen Godzilla versus King Kong um, yet, but I will be watching that soon. Um, but yeah, no, I actually, I really liked it because there was just a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They were just trying to duke it out. I was like, Jesus Christ, they're just bringing every Titan back to life. Huh? They're just going to revive every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the plot twist of, twist of why they all came online. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, no, it was it was a good movie. I didn't like, I didn't like how the I don't remember his name, but the Asian dude. I didn't yeah. like how they basically killed him. <laughs> basically, they murdered um, him with a nuke. Yeah, that, that was the dude from uh, Inception, right? Um, uh, yes, uh, Watanabe, yes. I believe his last name is. Yes, yes Ken, him. Ken, Ken Watanabe. I love him as an actor, dude. He is great. great. He is a wonderful a- actor, and I, I, I love his stuff that I see him in. Mm-hmm. But 
the fact that he had to pay for the military sins blew my mind. Yeah, because the military oh. shot a a uh, oxygen bomb that basically uh, knocked out Godzilla, and he had to go and sit in the catac- like the tunnels and try and uh, just seep up some some nuke energy to like get himself back in together. Mm. He had to go kill himself instead of something in the military. Here was my problem with that entire scene. I am like, okay, I get that you can't send a robot in. I fully understand that part. However, just put on, give him two suits and send his ass out there and put it down and walk back. It's simple. (laughs) That would not work. (laughs) He was just like, well, Guess I can't come back. They're like, no, we can literally come back. We're literally 10 feet away. Just come back. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 no. There is no knows. way. There is like, it was the, the, it was the issue for him coming back was, I'm, I don't know why the timer was only like 20 seconds for the bomb to blow up, but there was yeah, that you know how all the bombs of a 20 second timer. <laughs> that, that was one issue. The other issue is, is we don't, we don't really have suits that would work underwater that would protect you from the radiation that he was walking into because uh, that whole area was fucked. Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. it was it was worse than Chernobyl. Yes. Yep. He was like I remember the the line from the, the dude that was driving this up. He was like I don't want to go any further because I don't want to have kids and them have wings. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually kind of funny. Well, watch McCall. If the robot shorted out getting to Godzilla's little uh, sanctuary, how mm. come that bomb didn't short out the timer? That's a really good question. Uh, that is a valid question. <laughs> Since, <laughs> and spe- speaking of uh, robots in uh, Godzilla versus Don't Kong, I won't, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there are robots. Interesting. I, I can't I'll wait say. to see it. I that is all wait. I'll say. Is there's Chris, robot there's yeah. robotic things at play? Yeah, and once you see it, Chris, we'll do we will do an episode of just talking about King Kong Godzilla because I can spend an entire day talking about the plot holes. Just like oh, I do. With me me too, honestly. <clears throat> oh, and and yeah. this is coming from somebody who I love kaiju. I, I love giant monsters. Yep. I love robots. I love just. I love Godzilla. Um, I mean, I I used to watch a lot of the old Godzilla movies uh, when I was younger. Uh, So I'm just really looking forward to uh, talking about it fully uh, once you watch it. Yeah. So, Chris, make sure you watch it. And uh, I notice we're almost at at our our time limit for the day. Yeah. Wow. It's it's been uh, time's been flying with this episode <laughs> where we're talking about a lot of stuff that we thoroughly enjoy and appreciate and we didn't mm-hmm. talk about national what's going on with national treasure oh uh, i i honestly have no idea what's going on with that <laughs> um national treasure was the disney movie that nicholas cage did where he stole the declaration oh, of oh yeah yeah i know that but um I, I don't know what the news is about it it's getting a tv series i'm down interesting okay but it's not going to star nicholas cage why? Because I guess he must have turned it down for the first time in Nicolas Cage's history. He turned wow. down. That's surprising. <laughs> is it? Is that like a movie owned by Disney? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It so it'll be on Disney Plus more than likely. Cool. Okay. Yep. It's going to most likely be on Disney Plus, and it's going to be um, 
Uh, Jerry Pro- Bruckheimer is going to be the producer, and it's going to have the original writers of the original movies. Good, good. I, I actually really like that movie. Like, it's- yeah, I, I'm a big fan of uh, um, National Treasure. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan too. I wish they would have came out with a third movie because they left the second one on a cliffhanger. I agree. Um, but they, I guess they're just going to move it into a TV series. But all right, guys, let's go ahead and let's do our sign-offs. I will go ahead and I will start with the first sign-off. My name is Darkness Tiger. You can find me on the Xbox Series X now. Keep in mind, hey. I do. Hey, keep in mind, I do not have a microphone, so you can see me, but you can't hear me. Oh no. But what you can also do, what people have been doing to me, is they've been sending me messages telling me that they cannot beat my records uh, in racing games, which is fun because it uh, sucks to suck. But um, feel free to fo- like and subscribe our podcast, Uninformed Gamers. Feel free to follow us at our Twitter page, at Uninformed Gamers. And thank you very much for joining. Chris, who are you? And let's tell them what about you. Yeah, um, I am Chris or Chameleon. Uh, you can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash iChameleonI, and that's I-K-A-M-E-L-I-O-N-I, or on uh, Twitter at Chameleon Games. Um, I'm still working on resetting my uh, YouTube account, and whenever I figure out what direction I want to go with that, I'll start releasing more content on there. And that's it for me. Mason, who are you? All right, I'm uh, Rad Dreams as always from Rad Dreams Review. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Rad Dreams Review, or you can find me uh, on Twitch at Rad underscore Dreams. I will be doing my uh, Nuzlocke uh, Elite Four attempt here very soon. I'm scheduling it for this weekend, so look forward to that. I got to figure out how to fix my bit rate first, so uh, hopefully I can do that here. Um, but I'm also working on uh, two different videos for my channel. Uh, so make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to my channel to kind of keep in touch with that. Uh, so with that being said, I'll ship it to you, Devin. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our podcast. We are a bunch of uninformed idiot gamers who thoroughly enjoy talking about the most random of topics. But based off the feedback we get, we try to be funny, we try to be lighthearted, and we try to be something different. So please follow us on our Twitter page. Please subscribe to us at wherever you listen to your podcast. And have yourselves a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later, folks.